to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Running up things here on the block with our daily NBA segment, Hitting the Hardwood. And boy, do we got some stuff to talk about today in the association as the trade deadline is impending and teams are starting to make their moves. You kind of wonder who the buyers and sellers of the NBA trade deadline will be. Well, we got some of our answers today, so I'll run through a few of these trades and kind of go through the thought thought process of them with Strick. Uh, Strick, the first trade I wanted to ask you about the Pacers. I've traded two-time All-Star center DeMontis Sabonis to the Sacramento Kings for a package deal that includes Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald. Uh, so, I mean, just all sorts of thoughts that you can run through there. Uh, for what it's worth, the Pacers at 19 and 36 uh, look like maybe they're kind of blowing up their, their nucleus there. Uh, the Kings at 20 and 35, uh, <laughs> not blowing up their nucleus, uh, you know, similar record. Um, but certainly Tyrese Halliburton, that was kind of surprising to see him be traded. Uh, I thought that the the expectation was a little bit more. They kind of had a logjam there with the Aaron Fox, but it looks like they're moving forward with Fox, pairing him with Sabonis. Um, but all that time, you thought that Buddy Heald would stay in Sacramento. So very, very uh, kind of a, a, a one to kind of sort through there. Well, I knew there was a lot of people courting Buddy Heald to include the Lakers. I mean, uh, they missed out on that option when they ended up taking the West Westbrook West Brook route. Buddy Hield would have been a better look for them oh, if yeah. they went that route because just his ability to stroke the ball would have just be like been Malik Monk, but better what, what he's doing there. Yeah. No question. So so um Buddy Hield's contract and for what he does, I I figured that a team that really wanted to get better um per in the perimeter aspect of their game. Uh, with more consistent shooting, somebody would be looking for him. Um, obviously, Sacramento wasn't going anywhere uh, with him, so they they needed to improve. Uh, obviously, with the Demarcus Cousins situation, when they when that didn't work out, they just really didn't have a. But they needed they needed out there. They needed somebody with that type of versatility and to pick up Sabonis um, with his versatility. Boy, I wish you could have seen his dad play. Uh, his dad was phenomenal and he's, he's, he's starting to come along in that manner. It took him a little bit longer, but he's starting to come along and, and, and be able to do a lot of the stuff. He's got great versatility, great footwork. Uh, he can, you know, stroke it. Um, so he does a lot of things that causes a problem. Um, it, it was just tough to have him with the style of the play right now to have him and Miles Turner both there. It, it just wasn't enough room on the inside for both of them. Yeah, and then the, and another big move today, the New Orleans Pelicans uh, traded for C.J. McCollum. So the Portland Trailblazers finally breaking up uh, that back, uh, backcourt duo that they have in exchange for Josh Hart. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker might be a pretty good protected first rounder. But more than anything, it looks like Portland's uh, kind of blowing up what they've been doing. They just traded Norman Powell, if you saw the other day, to the, the Clippers. Yeah. Um, so they might be kind of throwing the towel in. They're 21 and 33. And so it's, it's, it's fascinating, first of all, that McCollum is going to be paired up there with Zion when he gets healthy and Brandon Ingram so maybe it means something for the Pelicans but for the Trailblazers um, it's kind of sad because it's the end of an era out there for them um, and, uh, and and obviously they're just you know I don't think they got back you know everything that you would want for CJ McCollum at the end of the day um, so 
Uh, kind of what are your, your thoughts going over that trade? It's it's, it's another uh, kind of fascinating thing where they have similar records, right? Pelicans 21 and 32 and the Trailblazers 21 and 33. Pelicans are making the push with that record where the Trailblazers are kind of doing the sale. And, and maybe that means eventually Damian Lillard will be on the market. Yeah, I think that's kind of where they're trying to go. They're just, I mean, Portland is not a destination city. It's not a place where everybody is is looking to get to. Um so at this point, they're, they're, they're driving for assets. They're driving for ways to get younger, and they're driving for ways to change the dynamic because they, they, they've seen their time pass, and they know they're not going to be able to do it. I don't, even, I don't even think they have a good G League situation to where their G League is, is, is a good draw for them for, mm. to bring people in and, and move them out. I think the ones that have taken the best advantage of that has been Toronto by far. Toronto has been the ones that have been able to find, acquire, and take what – those that have been overlooked or um, under scouted or whatever, and they're finding gems that's keeping them relevant Um, because that's not a place that most people want to go either because of the, just the tax implications that, that are, you're, you're getting double taxed and it's, it's quite expensive uh, to be honest (laughs) when you play in Canada. um, Then you have a, there's a lot of things that, that go against you from, for being up there, but they're getting it done and they're finding a way to do it and they're keeping what they need to keep and they're scouting what they need to scout and they're, they're, they're making it hold on. What's going to be interesting is to see what Houston uh, does. Um, if Houston's going to try to make a play with the, with the wall um, and, and uh, the wall and the Westbrook situation, it oh, yeah. looks like, it looks like Westbrook is, is broken. It looks like, it looks like he's in a in a in a depression, basketball wise. That is 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 going to be hard, and and it, and it's even worse because he's at home. That's home for him, yeah. right? And maybe that's why some of the added pressure, perhaps. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I I, I think that that broken. I think it really broke him when you're at a three point line and they're saying no. Yeah, I saw that Staples Center <laughs> said no, and he shot it anyway. That's the worst. I oh, mean, yeah. They're, they're basically saying, no, don't yeah. shoot. <laughs> and then you shoot it and you you brick it. And yeah. it's like, oh, that's the worst. I mean, it's tough to come back from. Yeah, it's a, that's, yeah that's a situation I, I think that we all, a lot of people suspected might not work out. But uh, we'll see if they can work it out in the trade deadline in the coming days. Lakers need to do something. We told you to on the block that it wasn't going to work. Yeah. Yeah, and if you listen on the block, you might get some inside scoop. <laughs> That's right. You might know a little bit about the future. Hopefully, we'll get a, a little bit more. Also, before we got 20 seconds, but Bradley Beal done for the season, so that's also noteworthy in the NBA. But that will wrap it up for On the Block tonight. Uh, coming up next, I think we have Talking Tens uh, for Ticket Weeknights, so don't go anywhere. Ticket Weeknights in, in Fuente as usual. We'll see you.